December 14, 2023, it's Waffle Pedro Show.
Watt for Pedro's show. Happy Thursday. Start off with John Coltrane. Live excerpt from 1960. Some earliest recordings of the quartet. Doing every time we say goodbye. And then, uh, I don't know how to pronounce this. Is M-O-A-A. Moa? Yeah, that was right. Oh, okay. <laughs> K-O. And uh, people, you can tell I ain't in man, uh, man alone mode because of that voice. Yeah, the software engineers from Estonia with their Skype invention. I got Jancy with me. Moa. Welcome aboard, Jancy. Thanks, Mike. Thanks. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, oh, yeah, the Riot people made the connect, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Much respect to them. Uh, I'm really interested about your journey through music. So l- let me uh, know about your earliest musical recollection my earliest it probably be um it was a lot of classical stuff at some points i watched compulsively fantasia uh the 1940 animation uh yeah i binge watched that 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 was a thing i did on vhs Uh, and after that was i was exposed to a lot of dead can dance um and also Led Zeppelin was something that I indulged in heavily with like a DVD live set. I'd watch that every morning before going to school. Uh, I was obsessed with that. Uh, can I ask you, the pad you grew up in, was there musical instruments? There, so I was in, I took piano lessons and violin lessons. Uh, so, and my dad played saxophone. Well, let me ask you this. Did you go through the, the ordeal of the piano lesson? I've had people on the mm-hmm. show that almost wanted to quit music because of that experience. <laughs> yeah. Well, my, I actually liked my piano lessons. Uh, she, you know, incentivized with like candy and stuff. So uh, I really liked that. Um, but violin was actually the one that almost broke me, I would say. I had a very strict, cold teacher, and I actually wanted to quit at one point. And my dad was like, okay, well, I was like 10. He's like, well, you have to tell her yourself. I was like, okay. So I told her, and she's like, this is the worst decision of your life. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, okay, well, goodbye. That's like, what you tell 10-year-olds, yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. that's great. Traumatized, yeah. So, yeah. so uh, um, the, the gateway for this violin experience, was this school? Were you in the choir or the marching no. band or shit like this? No, no. In school, I was, no. I, I was a good student, but I was... Uh, no, I asked this yeah. because some schools got rid of their music departments. Oh, they shit. did? Oh, Yeah, God. that's why Flea opened up his uh, conservatory of music in Silver Lake because he went back to Fairfax High where he learned trumpet and he found out they had gotten rid of the program. Oh, God. No, I I never was exposed to any music in school, actually. I was saved from that. Unless that was considered a good thing to be a part of that, I, I never was. Well, let me ask you this. First record you bought with your own money? Uh, it was a Brian Jonestown Massacre record. Hold on. Uh, Thank God for Mental Illness. And then the first gig you saw? Oh, I honestly cannot actually recall that. Um, I The ones I can recall that were the earliest were like uh, Enfest 13, uh, which is a festival that had X... Franz Ferdinand, yeah, yeah, yeah's, um, yeah. MS thirteen. Enfest thirteen. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
There's a band down here called MS-13 that you oh, don't really oh, want no. to, you to play at your kegger. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, no, it wasn't them. No. Nope. Yeah, kind of a little violent-oriented. Um, oh, okay. Let me, uh, yeah, kind of a prison thing. But, but okay. uh, you know, hey, some people call their bands all kinds of stuff. So yeah. I don't know. Or festivals, whatever. Uh, let me ask you this. Not after school, like graduation, but in the afternoon, did you get into the garage band, the bedroom band, the bedroom band thing? Um, back when I was like younger, you mean? Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, that didn't, that didn't, uh, no, no, actually I never was playing with, I didn't play music with anybody uh, I've never performed live music until I started this project. So my whole adolescence. Well, well, t- tell me how you got into that. Yeah. Uh, into this project, yeah. Moa. I uh, I started writing alone, actually, in my bedroom. And at some point, we recorded the album in Venice, Italy. And then it was like, okay, well, Andrea, the person who recorded and mixed it, and produced it he was like we should play this live and he's like i think i know a bass player and so he called his friend and that's when that started you mean you're at home and you're writing these songs with what piano and violin or <laughs> no <laughs> no uh, and you no, got like a tape recorder or something and then you, well, you present no, it I to used, a guy in I italy used, i used garage band at first oh okay uh, yeah. at home yeah sure. yeah so I, I had like a, I had a weird guitar, a Julio Giulietti is what they're called. Um, uh-huh. And I was writing with that and like a really shitty where, bass. Where did where'd you learn guitar? I never learned guitar from anybody. I just was messing around myself. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Autodidact, self-taught. Yeah, self-taught. I think violin might have helped that a little bit. At least I for guitar, I was like, wow, there's frets. That's really helpful. Yeah. <laughs> They're yeah. tuned different, though. They're in uh, fourths instead of fifths. Right. Well, that's probably little even bit, beyond little my technical knowledge. But yeah. It, it, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It means I, more I, drama between the strings. So yeah. so you're sitting there, you're uh, composing songs, accompanying yourself, and then somebody else hears this stuff? How'd they hear it? Uh, Andrea was on tour with another band, and I met him in Seattle, and then uh, in Joshua Tree, uh, he was playing at Pappy and Harriet's. Yeah, and then on, yeah. On the yeah, on the way to that show, I what, what are you saying? Band. Seattle? Because there's a, a couple of miles between Seattle and yeah, Joshua yeah. Tree. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I flew. I flew to Joshua <laughs> okay. Tree or to L.A. and then got the car. Sure. And then he's in the car, and then I pop in, pop in like a tape deck. No, I I put on some demos. <laughs> Actually, it's Pioneer Town. You yeah, know, Pioneer you know Town. the story of that. Hollywood built yeah. this town to film westerns. Yes, After yes. about five years of that, all the westerns looked the same. So the, t- <laughs> the town got taken over by bikers, and then music people started coming in about twenty years ago. And it, oh. yeah, that's where it is now. Yeah, oh, that's cool. Yeah, I was staying at the Pioneer Town Motel that had like all the different actors' names. Like I had the John Wayne. Whoa. Or yeah, like room. You know. Yeah, it's it's interesting. But so, yeah, I played him the demos in the car on the way there. And he was like, oh, this is cool. And you had uh, never, and you had never played a gig. No. You just 
here's something I, I've done at my house just for myself. And what do you think? And he says, yeah. yeah, let's record this in Italy. Yeah. He was encouraging for sure. He's wow. like, Let, you, you should keep working on this. So I was like, okay, <laughs> sounds good. Yeah, absolute, absolute. I mean, talk about getting the geo. Look, yeah. uh, you gave me this, uh, like all these songs I'm going to play today, were they written during this period? Um, so the first record was written during that period. Euphoric Recall is the first ah, record. But I, I don't know what the first. Well, I'm going to play yeah. this song, Made in the Shade. Oh yeah. Is that from the first record? No, that's from the newest, the new record ah, okay. that was released in October. Yeah, and well, that one's. These are all the ones that you play from this new record. Are yeah. written. I wrote ninety percent of them in Venice, Italy during COVID. Oh wow. Okay. Okay. Let, let's listen to Made in the Shade.
for Pedro Shot Chunk Music. Start off with Mala doing Made in the Shade and Leaf Blower, brand new. Eyes Leafs, Siren Sticks, and Circus. Akira Sakata's, I think this is his uh, trio, incredible trio. Great uh, improvisational musician out of Japan. Then we had Untitled tune from the Tokohana's in tour right now in Japan. She played in Nagoya at Valentine Drive a week ago with uh, Saki Ishiwatari, Shingo Takeda, and Yasuhiro Usui. And uh, a really incredible piano player. M.B. Jones after that, Harmonica 2, and then finally Moa. With all blood, it's lifeless. Okay, so what town did you uh, record? Venice, right? Yeah, Venice, Italy, okay, yeah. Okay, okay. So you go there and you record it on the lagoon or was it on the mainland? Oh, you know. Yeah, it was in the it was on the lagoon. Wow. Like right outside of Venice Island. So that's it's called Tessera, this town, actually. Okay. And it's a small, small town. Yep. And... and uh, and there was a studio there, though, not too small. Yeah, that's Andrea's studio, Fox Studio Venice. Ah, oh, great. And you had never been in a studio before. I've, I've never had anybody mm-hmm. on the show that so quickly made their first record. without. Ever... Yeah. <laughs> that's a trip. And uh, so, so so he heard the demos, the things you were recording in your house with the garage band. And then he wa- he wanted to transform into what we're hearing well, actually, this is the next record. So that yeah. first record, mm-hmm. and and he had friends, musician friends, right? Yeah. Well, so he the, that musician friend was just learned all the songs after the album was actually recorded. So the actual recording in the studio was all Andre and I. Wow. So he he's a multi instrumentalist. So he did mm-hmm. the bass, half of the guitar. I was, uh, yeah, I played some of the guitar on that first record. Okay. And uh, the synth was me, of course, and the, the vocals. And the drums, he also did the drums. He did acoustic drums for that first record. So, yeah. And, and, and how close, because, you know, I haven't heard what the demos were like, but how much did stuff, did or did stuff develop? In the studio? Um, well, it yeah, was the, Woman Alone with the demos, and then when Andrea, uh, you know, you're both working on it. So right. how, how would you... Like the tunes mm-hmm. more realized, or what do you evolve? Yeah, so the the first record, some songs were more realized in the demo state, and some were not like at all. And we developed them. Like the one that we there's two songs we co-wrote on that record. One called X Marks, where he's singing on it actually, and then Flashlights, the other one. And so those were developed more in the studio. Um, and I mean, really, X Marks was kind of. A lot of it was on the fly, uh, little chunks here and there. We were like, oh, how do we, you know, like the the drum part wasn't thought out. But other songs were more developed as like already in the demo state. The new record, though, is different in the sense that I demoed everything almost to their full, really to their full structure before I even brought it to him in the studio. So that was a really a different well, how'd you do that drum-wise? Did you play drums? Well, the new record's actually a drum machine oh, in, wow. in the record. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and that's what I wanted, so um, that translated really easily, obviously. 
Yeah. Between demo and, and the studio. And then when you did that first record, what'd you do when it come out? Did you tour it? Uh, we did. Like, so it was in 2021. Yeah. So it was still pretty intensely COVID period. And uh, we play our first show in Mestre, Italy, which is, again, on the mainland. Like sure, I know. It's, it's, it's kind of close to Venice, right? But yeah, it's on that's, the mainland. that's right. Yeah. We played in a Parco Bizuola, which is actually a park I really like that we filmed the Jaywalker video in uh -huh. uh, so it, it's full circle kind of there but so we played some shows in italy in 2021 after the record was released Only, like the record was released though with no gigs booked and then we started booking gigs we had a tour with electric six but then like the majority of those shows had to be moved because of covid the venues moved the date and then soviet soviet was another band that we were going to play like a tour go on tour with and COVID had to move those, but we still, you know, got out some shows through in Paris at that point. And the how, UK. Did you, how did you perform mm -hmm. them? Were you a duet or did you get more cats to do the live thing? We, we had the, the bass player, his friend, uh, his childhood friend, actually, that they played in a band together already. So, yeah. So him cool. on drums, his buddy on bass, and you on guitar, a trio? No, no, actually, it's a trio where Andrea is on lead guitar, the bassist is on bass, I'm lead vocal. Oh, and there's and, a drum machine. And it, it's a drum machine. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So th that's how you, uh, for the second record, how you could realize the drums, because the drum machine, that's yeah, right. of course. Now I understand. Yeah, that. you got it. Yeah. So, <laughs> so this was hard to tour because of the situation. And uh, but you still soldiered through and plowed through. Yep. And do you think that informed you making this record? You know, these tunes are from the second record, right? Yeah, the ones you're gonna. Yeah, you're playing. Um, like yeah, this I, one here, "All Blood Is Lifeless," mm -hmm. "Made in the Shade," "K.O." Yeah. Now this is stuff you know, post knowing Andre, and uh, before you you know, the garage band th scene. Yeah. So, so no, well, you know, because you can only be new once, right? Yeah. So in that way, it's always going to be a little different. Yes. Yeah. So, but now that you got a collaborator, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or, but you are saying that you realize these demos before you brought them to them. Yeah, that's actually what what happened. So. So it was still kind of a woman alone thing. It's a, this one was more of a woman alone thing. Oh, wow. Actually, okay. the second record is a. Very much that. The first record was more of a collaboration. Oh, where you took least. your primary ideas and then you guys both worked on them. This one, you brought, the, here's how I want the tunes. Yeah, they were already written. Like all the lyrics, all the vocal melodies, the guitar, bass. There's some tweaks that he made and he added like some guitar parts in certain songs, like embellishments um, in the And you said you record. guys wrote two that were part of the, de you know, the in the first in record, yeah, yeah, on the on the first record, yeah, and uh, uh, and then the other guys kind of morphed, you know, as you were getting it together. Uh, what 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 about something like K? Is that short for knockout? Uh yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> Ko. Yeah, that one was written actually. That's the only one on the new record that was not written in Venice, Italy. I wrote that. Uh, probably just two months before we started recording after we moved uh, from Venice to Bonnie Lake, uh, Washington, which is, yeah, 
near Seattle. Okay. Okay, so like there was only one tune from the first batch, or was it in between batches? Uh, KO was just like the last, to, Made in the Shade and KO were the last of the batch. So all, the whole the whole record I wrote during COVID in Venice, Italy, and then we came back here, and then I wrote KO and May in the Shade while living in Washington State. Okay. Okay. And, uh, yeah, interesting, because uh, you didn't have other people to bounce off of, right? Now, no. when you played them oh, yeah. for people, what was what was the reaction like? Um, I don't actually play my demos for people. Uh, very, no, very no. Often. I mean, when you toured, when you brought these oh. tunes to the people. Oh yeah. Um, well, we actually released the record and then started playing those songs live for the first time. There, there was one show where we played those songs before the album release uh-huh. uh it, and it was in italy actually we played a show with film school from la and it was in Schio, vicenza in italy sure. uh yeah and people yeah really enjoyed the new songs yeah because kind of scary right you bring stuff that ain't been tested and uh, yeah some people yeah. you know they like to like play them for people a bunch and then go record Right. That's kind of luxury. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that is a way that I, a lot of bands, like you said, they function that way. This no, is for I just me, did I'm a, a tour. Bit... I just yeah. did a tour where the guy had mm-hmm. us playing for two months these songs. Then we recorded. <laughs> okay. Instead of yeah. the other way around. And you don't know. You could get the whole record done in a day because you're so practiced up, you know. Right. That's true. That's totally true. Yeah. We do something a bit inverted uh, where... I mean, it's a little bit of a resistance attitude in a way going for me where I'm like, these are the songs, period. Um, And there's no feedback from other people. These are just them, (laughs) you know. Make it be so. (laughs) It's so and so. Yeah. But in a way, you know, at least you're uh, not getting compromised, not having to dilute. You know, mm-hmm. there's something about dreaming by committee. Sometimes the vision gets kind of cloudy. That's what I think I'm most concerned about because I just don't. I, that's probably the main reason I don't test songs out live or show people the demos. Like Hollywood uh, because, people like right doing tests uh, how to how to end the movie. They don't know how to end the movie, so they put it from yeah. a bunch of tests. That, that that ain't really a vision, right? Yeah, well, I mean, I think it's still valid. I don't want to rag on it. You know what I mean? It's just more the way I operate, I guess, is this way, is what I found. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Look, we're at the end of the first hour, 7-14-2023. Dishwap Peters for special guest, Jancy. Hold tight for hour two. December 13, 2023. It's the second hour of the Watt from Pedro Show.
for Pedro show. Start off second hour with Moa doing Jaywalker. And then we had a uh, Credo XDL Ghost and Machine doing Light Seal, Convoking Light Seal Wall. That's a title. African Head Charge with Microdosin. Volks. How do you say this? Volksemfanger. Volksemfanger. Dutch word, huh? Uh, what the Girl Does. That's b- Brother A.J. Amsterdam. Uh, Lednik Frontier. With Faden. This is off the Welcome to Gaze of Benefit compilation. At, uh, Randolph out of Eugene. And Graham in England just put out. Moa, finally. Chalk Lines. Moa, where's this name come from? Moa, the name of the project. Because um. I know with one A, there's a snake, right? Oh, the snake. Yeah. Um, no, I, I studied genetics actually, um, at the university of Washington. And so I was really, I don't know how I caught wind of this. It wasn't in the class or anything, but there's this gene that I was reading about one time. It's called the warrior gene. That's kind of the simplified or fun name for it. (laughs) Um, yeah, fun. And so I, it was actually M-A-O-A, like the actual written out gene is M- it's M-A-O-A. Oh, like that, like the Polynesian people, Maori. It, well, that's the thing is, well, for me, what I, when I read that out loud, I read Mao like deer hunter. So I really didn't want to be Mao. It just, um, you know, after watching. Oh, deer you mean hunter, Mao Zedong. <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, I, I think I'm going to rearrange those letters, but I really liked the idea of the warrior gene. If you Google that, it's super interesting. Um, it's about like how the gene made warriors fight better in the past uh, and so they made it more aggressive, but now since we're not in constant war, um, kind that <laughs> gene is found in like serial killers and people with different mental pathologies Uh-oh. and yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not, not so healthy. So, so like when it comes to composing, do you write your lyrics on demand or do you have like a trove saved up of all kinds of spiels and then you bring them out where you need them? On demand, completely on demand. I, they just pop in. What about these titles? What, do they come before or after or during? Sometimes they come exactly before, during, or after. And I'm like saving the project and logic and I'll, you know, write a name sometimes that just, it just, again, pops in my head. Oh, you, moved, some, up, you, yeah. you moved up from a garage band to logic. I did. That's right. <laughs> you got no, that. No, you know, I, I tell you, Jancy, I ask you that question because I, I ask a lot of people that question because I have to start a song with the title so it gives oh. me focus. But oh, almost yeah. everybody I talk to it usually lasts. <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah. No, I, I give it a, like, placeholder title often, and then it will change randomly when I'm oh, saving like the project. Oh, like a working title, right? Like yeah, a working title. Exactly. You know, because, yeah, especially other people's songs, you're trying to learn them, and if they ain't got a title, it's the kind of nebulous, something about something nailing down, so even a working title. So what about, mm-hmm. like, chalk lines? Of jay- you know, if you do too much jaywalking, you end up with chalk exactly. lines, right? You got it. You just na- yeah, you nailed it. That's it. What was his name? <laughs> uh, do you remember Jerry Rubin? He was a guy in the 60s, and uh, hmm. he ended up doing... 
stock market stuff, and he was killed jaywalking. No way! Oh no! He's a friend of Abby Hoffman's. Yeah, old days. Oh jeez! But 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 when you when you got this batch of tunes together, were you thinking like that? Like, do the tunes spread across each other, or are they own separate worlds? Yeah, for uh, yeah, for me, they're always little tiny worlds separate in my mind. Um, But then I there was definitely a congruency between all of them that I felt like, oh, this could all be one record. Uh, maybe, you know. maybe this is a better metaphor. Like, you got a solar system with different planets. Yeah. And yeah. so each tune is its own planet, but they're all part yes. of this. So, yeah, okay. That's perfect. Okay. <laughs> okay. No, I like that. <laughs> here, here, here's when you gave me the one. The one, right? This was mm-hmm. the tune, right? Okay. <laughs> You should know 
desert. It was hot. I was sweltering. I walked past garbage, narrow warning signs, an abandoned couch. Grasshoppers tensed into flight. Bits of white growth trembled. On the floor of the valley, I could see a bliss of momentary blue.
From Pedro Show, that chunk of music start out with Moa doing the one. Then Julie Christensen, she was on with Chris D a few episodes ago doing Outside. Sky Furrows after that desert song. Ryan Carher with Red Wall. Derek Munnett Penny with Blit. And finally, Southeast 24th Street, Moa. Yeah, Portland, Seattle, with those southeast, northeast, southwest, northwest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you can't just exactly. say Fifth Street over there, people. There's four different Fifth no. Streets. You know, okay. Yeah. Yep. And there's a little cemetery there between those two towns. Besides them sharing the Pacific Ocean, they share that kind of scheme with the rational 
uh, naming of your. Although Seattle gets funny because where the around where the space ne- uh, needle thing is. Yeah, the, yeah. There was two kinds of families worn, so the streets don't really go together there so much. Oh my god! Yeah, I spent uh, yeah. some time there hanging out, and you could tell they didn't. Yeah, that's what big money does, people. So, oh, so tell me about a song like the one. Oh, the one. I oh. mean, no, wait, let me ask you your philosophy, Jancy, on this. Like, do you like to talk about your music? Because some people, I'll ask them, they'll say, look, why do you think I wrote the song? Why? I don't have to explain. It's like going to a museum instead of the painting. Like the little description of the painting is bigger than the painting. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. The Biennale had that a lot in Venice. <laughs> I, oh, or not. I mean, yeah, there's some that I was laughing at. <laughs> I can't even... There was one that had like denim pants over a piece of clay. I don't even know. And it had this very long description. Anyways, um, no, I like talking about uh, my music. I don't mind questions about it at all, actually. Yeah, well, tell me about the one. I mean, the one, the one I remember very vividly in Venice during COVID being sequestered in my my demo room there. And I was kind of laying on the bed with this like circling light thing uh that's on the ceiling like a you know trippy light deal and uh yeah i wrote and kind of was on loop the synth bass that lead uh like chimey synth sound Uh and yeah i was just zoning out and kind of got in the mood and I, i always kind of write like that where i'm just really not thinking very hard and those lyrics just came out but then afterwards i read them and then i kind of know what they're about um what they're referencing and yeah that one's kind of straightforward from at least my perspective about you know being caught up yeah that situation especially italy i remember reading about covid19 really bad killing a lot of people and uh, so everyone's got to isolate, but people started singing to each other in some of the towns from the balconies. Yeah, Naples, made, or Napoli. yeah. Okay, but that, right. that, that didn't happen where it was more no. isolated. Yeah. Yeah, it's a different vibe for sure. You know, there's and, an island. I remember when I was there with the, helping the Stooges out there. I was there a few, four mm-hmm. uh, days on the uh, lagoon there. And w- there is a little island there that was a former hospital. Oh. Yeah, there's a hotel there. That's where uh, the Ashton Brothers and Egg stayed. But they said there were so many mosquitoes. <laughs> so, oh, my God. There's so... Oh, my God, Mike. A Zanzari, so right? Zanzari. Zanzari. Oh, my God. Do you remember the Zanzari? <laughs> yeah, they demolish me every summer. Oh, God. It's so intense. I And I, from Seattle, born and raised, I'm not used to that at sure, all. And sure. I was just, like, dying. I was dying. Yeah. Totally. So you don't even need the the hell of the fucking viruses to. <laughs> yeah, no, like I'm just getting eaten alive anyways on all sides, you but, know. Okay. <laughs> this 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 uh this other tune we just heard. It's got a Seattle street name. So but you wrote that mm-hmm. one in Italy? I I did. Yeah, that so one. So were you thinking was... of home? Yeah, I thought a lot of home when I wrote this record. There was a lot of reflection back home. Because being in a foreign country for three years, you kind of start, even if I'm not a big, like, patriot or something, I still, there's an an element of kind of missing your home country. So, 
Yeah. Sure. Except the chow is pretty good over there. <laughs> the chow is really, really, really good over there. That's something that cannot be argued compared to yeah, here. Yeah, it's hard to explain because people, oh, yeah, I eat Italian. Yeah, I have pizza and <laughs> whatever, cannolis. And, yeah, and, cannolis. Yeah, right. And so they don't understand that the chow got kind of changed when people moved over here. And like pizzas with 50 different toppings. And they're, they're oh, way God. more simple over there, right? Yeah, but pure because they don't need to uh, hide the quality, <laughs> the lack of quality with a bunch of stuff on it. Yeah, if you can't dazzle them, brilliant, baffle them with bullshit. I remember somebody yeah. saying that one. Look, we're at the end of the uh, second hour, December 14, 2023, edition of Wapito, so special guest Jansen. Hold tight for hour three! December 14, 2023, third hour, Wapito Show.
memory rushes in then washes you away I am losing you to the sea I'll break from the weight of my mind but your ghost I
Watt from Pedro Show. Start off the third hour. Moa doing Undercover. Then we had Omar Jazz doing Lanterns Lit, Singing Light. Uh, Rusk with Bamboo Shirt, Bamboo Shirt Part 2. I don't know what Part 1 is. Rubber O Cement with Cardboard, Maxilla, Malchart, Larry Lussler, Trans Disfigured Waltz, Number 1. And finally, Moa. And I guess this was live. On Nudes Radio 2022, X Marks is the name of the tune. What what was this? Live broadcast? Um, yeah, there was a live... Well, no, we recorded it in the studio in Venice live. Because, yeah, we didn't... The tour didn't line up when we went to the UK to play yeah. at that station in Bristol. Um, but we recorded it live in Andrea's studio, Fox Studio Venice. And then what, through the internet, you gave them the sound files? Yeah. Yeah. My mother's people came from Italy. Do you have a in oh. your family? No, I don't, actually. I'm 0%. Actually, I can't say 0%. I never did a 23andMe, but <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. That's I'm, good I've because there was heard. a big data breach there anyway. Oh, God. Well, you know, I, yeah, I've just never heard in my, in any side of my family, any Italian, not the language, but just that existed in my heritage. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was no. just curious in a way because it seems there's this thing about, I don't know, three or four generations. Yeah, I got to find my roots. And then yeah. people, I, I don't think they take the time to think about, I wonder why those people left in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Well, yeah, and things change a lot. So who knows? Some things flip flop. Yeah, of course. And then yeah. usually the second or third generation, look, man, we're here now. I don't want, care about the whole. It's just strange <laughs> about humans. It's just funny. It's true. It's I agree. Funny. It's funny. <laughs> humans funny. are interesting. Yeah, it, it's not where you're from, it's where you're at, Sly Stone said. I think that's very relevant. I so, like that. So, uh, tell me about a tune like Undercover. Undercover. Because like, also... right, like you were talking about 23, uh, you know, knowing your genetic makeup or that warrior gene thing. Yeah. And a lot of that stuff, right, there's the genotype and the phenotype, right? You might not yeah. see, right? Like, let's say I got recessive uh, blue eye genes. If I'm mm -hmm. brown eye, you're never going to know that by looking never. at it. Yeah. Never. No, maybe if you look at your parents or Right, right. So is, is undercover something like that? Undercover's kind of sneaky. Maybe it is the recessive gene. Um, it's all about being sneaky, uh, that one. And yeah, uh, for me, it's the betrayal. It's a betrayal song, if I had to summarize it. Well, uh, are you uh, less younger enough to Know this TV show called The Mod Squad? I don't know The Mod Squad. Okay, it was these, like, policemen dressed up as hippies. Oh. Know, making sure everything was kosher and stuff. <laughs> oh, wow. I mean, it's, now is that, like, the... Re it's not Reno 911, but that's more my... Well, know, I actually like, saw this generation. in the punk scene up in Hollywood. They had, like, policemen dressing up as punk rockers at the... Uh, oh, my God. It was called uh, Cafe de Grand, this hang out is like all of a sudden you'd see some guy dressed like you know i don't know sid vicious or something and, uh, but it was like <laughs> you know from the mall or something like where are you from where'd you just show up from you know <laughs> of course pinned eyes and <laughs> shit and, you know they had that part right so just the whole idea of being <laughs> undercover and <clears throat> there's so much that is kind of undercover without even knowing like we were talking about genes. yeah there's like, a lot of I might have the warrior gene and not even know it. 
Yeah, you got some version of that gene, that's for sure. Now, do you have that mutation that makes you more aggressive? We do not know until... I, I do, though, my proclivity for bass, I might have more uh, of, the, of the nurturing gene because... A nurturing gene. Yeah, you like yeah. like tile. You know, there's grout to set the tile. Yeah. Yes, I'm, yes, of course. Okay, maybe grout. not so much work. I want to play such a saint. Here, let you run.
Live from Pedro Show. Start that chunk up. Well, this last music for this edition. Such a saint from Moa. Then a big expression from Carl M. V. Wow out of Brighton, England with blank spaces. <laughs> yeah, big expression of blank spaces. Huh? And then finally Moa with Like Me. Well, that's a trip. Like me. Uh, because you said, you know, it's kind of an individualist individual exploration so mm -hmm. but it seems like there you're trying to relate outside of yourself yeah it can be interpreted like me like relating to me but yeah. it can also be like just liking you know liking me well what, so do, you, what, what do you think about like current mood concerning empathy where people, oh. like like sympathy, you're feeling sorry for somebody, right? But empathy, you're kind of feeling like them, right? Yeah, yeah, you're, you're able to actually relate based on experience instead of imagining yeah, tap, what the pain uh, could be. Yeah, somebody on the top of the head, oh, I feel so bad for you. No, it's yeah. like, you know what? I went through that shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, no, I know. I actually know. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Empathetic. Because I think... That's a little bit of what we're lacking these if things come in cycles and stuff like that. Right now we're in a down cycle for empathy. Like people, uh, it seems some want to vote for it being kind of a weakness. Oh, being, well. But maybe that's just a know. trend. It could be kind of that trend of going, oh, I'm an empath, so I'm feeling too much of everyone around me. I feel like that's kind of the knee-jerk reaction to... I mean, an outsized reaction. So you got to come on all butch, like, no way is that going to, other people do not affect me. I'm not interested in their feelings. Yeah, there's no balance, basically, of like, well, okay, if, I, if I'm if i too sensitive and I can't, I'm too empathetic, I'm, I'm basically just going to cut everyone off. You know, that it's a overreaction God. instead of being like, okay, yeah, I can empathize, but stay separate from Good the person. Point. And now with the second album, uh, tour? Yeah, tour. Well, we just toured the U.S. We did the East and the West Coast How'd for that this go? album. It went good. Yeah, okay. it was very How, how would you say, because, you know, people have been asking me this since, you know, I've been doing this touring for 40-something years. And, oh, the big difference between overseas and here. Yeah. Well, we're actually just about to announce tomorrow the, the European tour and... Yeah, the difference for, I mean, I'm sure you have plenty of examples. They, I just like over there, you know, they actually accommodate you when you're <laughs> a smaller band, you know, you, you get accommodation literally, um, and they feed you and they, yeah, they pay you well. Um, it's not as intensely mm, sink or swim with the door deals, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, of course, of course. So. Except yeah. for England. England's a little like over here. Yeah, that's still like America. I'm Well, they're no longer Europe, so when I'm talking about this, it's kind of I know, of they're a whole 20, not... 25 miles away or something. It's incredible. Yeah, it is incredible. Oh, yeah, it's an island. Yeah, but so is fucking Copenhagen. Yeah, yeah. In fact, right. Sweden's like 10,000 islands. Yeah. Let, let, let me ask you this. Uh, when you get done with this Europe tour, are you think of album number three? I'm all right. I'm not thinking album number three but i'm already kind of writing i had the i got the itch after tour to start writing some more so i've been doing that in my demo room like before you know in logic now 
Yeah, we moved on up. Now, now, on up. now, how do you think number three will be different? Of course, one and two had to be different because you can only be one once. Yeah. So how do you think three is going to be different? Oh, God. I mean, I, are, are, I think, are you noticing? Of course, you won't know until it's realized. But. No, there is some experimentation that I'm doing right now that might not even be MOA, to be honest with you. it's It could be a separate thing. I'm not sure yet. I have to keep writing to understand, like, does this still fit or does it not? Um, so that's kind of where I'm at, honestly. It, it's, it's a little bit of a fork in the road feeling, but I have to write more to fully understand. And so oh, you mean when you get down to recording it, it might be different people? No. Um, well, you're I mean, going to be involved, of course. Yeah. No, Mo is always me writing so it's more about the material that i'm writing like right now there's stuff i'm writing that might not fit into the project it might be too different from what i normally write for moa so you might call it another name it's still going to come out though right yeah yeah it still would come out it'd just be a different name well can i put the invite out that when you get this <laughs> third album realize you can come back on the show we can play yeah. and talk about it yeah, for sure. I would love to. Yeah, because uh, I'm really interesting. And, you know, you, you, music's expression. So if you're feeling a certain way, maybe it ain't like it was, uh, you know. And then you can yeah. always go back. Who knows, you know. Yeah, I could always go. That's the thing. I, I could, at the same time, be writing the stuff that doesn't fit, but then start writing MOA stuff alongside that. That That could happen, too, where I still need to satisfy the moa urge okay you know? well no pressure on you no mr wells learned this right no so no wine before it's done <laughs> yeah yeah thank you yeah. <laughs> uh, thanks so much for being on the show jancy yeah whenever you want please come back thanks mike thank absolutely. you for having me absolutely good luck with this uh uh, overseas tour. People, it's Thank been you. the uh, December 14, 2023 edition of Wapito. So keep your powder dry.